0: Hello and welcome to the Oikos Family Podcast. This is Season 3, Episode 5 of this Abundant Life series, which I'm sharing with you here on these podcasts. This one is from Part 4 of the audiobook Abundant Life, and it's all about the importance of the priority of putting God first, and family, and extended family, and friends, And having those support systems in place is just so, so vital, in, in my experience, to the journey to abundant life. So here is part four, which I'm going to share with you. I hope you enjoy it, and thank you for listening. Bye for now. Part four, support systems. I'd like to stress now, how important family support is when treating a serious terminal illness or any other serious illness. I truly do not believe I could ever possibly have survived had it not been for a combination of reliance on God, His building our faith, our learning so many lessons from Him, the people He sent along the way who strongly believed in more natural approaches, and the family standing together in the same belief and conviction. When I say family... I include extended family. My parents and Greg's parents were naturally very anxious and concerned for all of us that we were not going to the hospital for me to have surgery and for the specialists to help me and be treated for cancer. They were very concerned at this very unorthodox way. Many were, even to the point of telling us that we were being irresponsible by attempting to fight cancer without the help of chemo in hospitals. We understand that this is how people have been conditioned to think because we ourselves had always thought like that. But now God was busy teaching us something very important and the best thing people could do for us was to be of whatever help and assistance we would call for without them challenging our decisions. Our parents accepted our choice and supported us. It was incredible. As much as it pained them to see the suffering and the anxiety they felt through it, They still just stood by us. This is vital. It does not help in any way whatsoever if a family, in choosing to follow a non-conservative, unorthodox way of approaching health, does not have the correct support. It can be very damaging to the progress. We suggest that if you make a choice which others oppose, then try to avoid the negative impact that you would get from that opposition. But better still, try and help those opposing your choice to understand that you would appreciate their acceptance and even more, their support in your choices. This is sometimes not possible when there is a very serious illness because one does not have the time nor energy to spend on trying to help others to see why you've made the choices you've made. You will just have to pray and leave that to the Lord while you focus on what is more urgent for now. One of the greatest forms of support which we received through family and friends, was prayer support and the constant messages of hope and encouragement. It was a life source for me to have words of hope spoken to me, when in my flesh I felt little hope indeed. The strengthening of my spirit, with such loving, kind, caring words of hope, was a source of tremendous strength to me and my whole family. When a friend phoned and left a scripture for me, and always such an appropriate word for that time, it was a constant reminder that God was taking care of me. Another important source of support is when friends can step in and take the load off the family in a time of crisis, even if it means putting a friend roster in place. This helps to give the constant caregivers their much-needed recuperation. And, as strange as this may sound, avoid television, bad news, loud noises, barking dogs, any kind of little annoyance, even if they are not annoyances usually, do your best to eradicate anything which disturbs your peace. We discovered through the many years of Missy's struggles with her illness, and then when Jamie was in pain and costs, or myself with the cancer, that when the people around us made a big effort to maintain a peaceful atmosphere, it supported us in many ways. I realise that this is probably because the pain and difficulties were very severe at times, so all forms of effort to help whoever was suffering was much appreciated. Maybe this would not be as vital if the suffering is not so severe. I say this because if Missy was not doing too badly, then watching a good movie would distract and help her, but if she was in a more serious difficult struggle then just the sound of the television would add to her struggle and not be supportive to her. If you are the caregiver, find out what is the best form of support you can give. Do not presume you know that the one who is suffering needs flowers, visitors, chocolates, books to read, etc. If you are a family member, ask questions, find out what the one who is suffering needs and be prepared for those needs to change according to their level of suffering. An example of this would be that sometimes Missy needed us to close her blinds in her bedroom and to have soft instrumental music playing. The very same day, she would later need her blinds opened so she could see the blue sky and she would want no music playing. On occasion, in my times of suffering, I would really love to have a visit from one of the immediate family or a dear friend. I would need someone to sit by me and not leave. Yet later in the same day, Perhaps I would need nothing more than to be left quietly alone. I remember now once when we were helping a family who had a family member suffering from cancer and they were going the natural route for healing. The children were kept out of the room all the time as the family was concerned that they would be worried about their sick mother or that they would worry their sick mother. When I asked the sick mother if she would like the children to come and sit with her She whispered back, "'Oh, please, I would love it "'if they could just play here quietly in the room. "'I miss them so terribly. "'But everyone says "'that it would be not good for them to see me so sick. "'My view on that is that the mother "'is the one who is suffering so greatly, "'so rather explain to the children "'that the way they can help their mummy "'is to play quietly in her room, "'but not to be worried about her being sick "'because we're all praying for her to get better.' This mom was greatly supported in sharing some of her days with her children. But there were days when her pain was too much for her, for the children to be in her room. So again, the support offered each day is so dependent upon the condition and level of one's suffering. Another aspect of support systems is how to help support a person who is suffering with a great deal of pain. I have written in Part 12, Pain Management, the ways in which I was supported during my affliction. I include now an expert from Linda's journal writing. Linda was one of our mainstay supports, so it seems appropriate that I include this journal writing in this section. Linda phoned me while I was in the midst of writing this book to tell me that she was not sure why, but she'd been reading her journal from five years previous, and she wanted to share with me what she had written After she read out loud, over the phone to me, I told her that I was finally busy with the book I had said I would write one day. She was just amazed at the timing of her feeling the need to share this with me. So together we decided that it seemed appropriate to include her journal entry in this publication. After Linda shared the following with me, we both realised that at the time she wrote this in her journal, she was very desperate. But now that she reads it years later, She sees how God answered every one of her prayers. She just wept while reading to me over the telephone. Before I read to you Linda's journal writing, I'd like to share this little poem from my heart. I wrote this poem for Linda. Many a mile she travelled, to come to one so weary and troubled, over the potholes, over the dam, until eventually she reaches his wounded lamb. She prayed all the way for him to teach her what to say. Help me, she cried. To know what to do, I know she is so precious to you. She arrives with the veggie-laden bucky. She knows what she brings will make them strong and happy. Come now, she says, allow me to massage you. As I do, I pray his hands will heal you. Week after week, our Linda appeared. After having shed many a tear, He used her heart, her prayers, her hands to restore and heal the broken, wounded lamb. And now from Linda's journal. 19th of September, 2004. To my Heavenly Father, you are the Alpha and Omega, the Great I Am. Well, here I am. I give you my all, body, soul and spirit. Use me as you desire. Your will for me in my life is my desire. Help me to completely surrender myself, even in the little unimportant things, to yield to your will. In this writing, I am attempting to put into words the walk as a carer to Sonya. Let my words be your words. Speak into my heart. Open my heart, my ears, my eyes, so I can hear and feel what is needed for the purpose of this writing. Lord, may the purpose of this writing be to encourage other people in need so that they will see that your way is the right way. Lord, melt me, purify me, so that you can mold me into a new creation, so that I can hear your teaching and be poured out into the valleys of the world to comfort, warm and give hope to the desperate. You have created the world for our pleasure and have supplied it for our every need, even medicine. Lord, as Sonia and I continue on this walk together, I ask you to guide us and show us exactly every step of the way what it is that you want us to do. I ask for your hand to take me, the pencil, and guide every word and thought. This is your work and this is to your glory. I love you and I praise you. More journalizing later the same day. Here I am sitting in a cafe with a new book with many blank pages to fill. I have been supporting Sonia since the 8th of August this year, on the mountains and in the valleys. Through it all, only God has been our real comforter, bringing peace in Sonia's struggle with the pain and giving answers when we just have questions. Our God is an awesome God whose teaching of wisdom and everlasting love has been our comfort. For months I have been praying for the Wood family, that they would be open to the natural way or healthier way of living, with Greg and Sonia working until the early hours of the morning, Missy having a primary immune deficiency, and James having brittle bone disease, I am sure that a lifestyle change will be helpful to them. Since the woods had been my support in home education, I wasn't quite sure how to reverse the role. That is up to God anyway. So I just waited and prayed. At the end of July, I attended an Oikos Moms Retreat at the home of Greg and Sonya. We had a time of growth, healing and filling, and pouring out and sitting at God's feet, feasting on His Word. Throughout the weekend, I became aware of Sonia being in tremendous pain. She continued ministering to us, putting our spiritual, emotional and physical needs before her physical pain. I once commented to her that she looked as though she had much pain, which she confirmed. The Friday after the retreat, our friend Nolene called me to say that Sonia was in excruciating pain and asked if I could help in any way. I felt very strongly that I should help her. As soon as I could, I went to see her. It was Sunday afternoon when I arrived. Sonia said to me, Linda, how do you feel about being an answer to prayer? I was quite awed at that statement, as they had prayed for someone to come and help them. That was the beginning of our walk together. At first I was quite hesitant, because I sensed that Sonia had a lot more physical issues than she realised. Her pain was actually the flashing lighthouse communicating that there were bigger underlying issues. Sonia was very much convicted that the Lord wanted her to go the natural route instead of the allopathic route. Well, for me, that was quite overwhelming. I did not feel adequate to take on that role, but after much prayer, I realized that God is the true healer. If we are open to His guidance and walk in His will, He will be their provider. What a challenge. What a complete surrender of myself, so that God may just use me as a vessel. Whenever I rationalized too much, I became uneasy, and doubt gripped me, and my faith wavered. It has been one of the precious gems of this walk to daily, hourly, or even by the minute, commune with my Lord, so that my faith would not waver, and He filled me with peace that He is in control and not me. My training has equipped me in helping Sonia, and whatever else is needed, he will supply. It is a walk of complete surrender and non-compromise. February 9, 2005 Dear Heavenly Father, I just spoke to Greg, and Sonia is not doing well. Missy is struggling with her needles, and James is a little big boy in the middle of it all. God help! Father, I lift this precious family to you. Lord, I feel so helpless and weak and not understanding why, but you do, and I trust in you. I pray that you'll be in control of every situation happening now. As Sonya's continuing ministry, give her strength. Lord, with all of her heart, she wants to serve you. I pray that she will get proper nourishment, rest, and care. Lord, I ask you for a miracle. I pray for complete healing for Sonya's body, if it is your will for her. Oh, it is so difficult looking at the situation through human eyes and all of these emotions getting in my way. Please give us answers and direction. What is your will for her to do? My heart cries out to you. Father, please help. As Greg is steering the ship at home, please comfort them. I pray, be with Missy as she struggles through her medical procedure. Give her strength and courage to persevere. May it all be well for them to go on their holiday with Sonya's parents. I pray for Jamie. Please comfort him. Show him how very much you love him. Teach us all to rely on you and get all our strength from you and not from other people. My struggle is on one hand to support Sonia through intercession, but on the other also supporting her physically. You can do anything, Father, but you've also given us knowledge and tools to work with on a physical level. Lord, what is it that you want us to do? I know what I personally would do, but I want to respect Sonya's decision and choices. Lord, I pray that you open my ears so that I will hear your voice. Thank you, Abba Father.